Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Oh, welcome back to the Wildcast Studios for a post-Family Day episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. As always, fan listeners, I am your host, Adam, and I am joined by your favorite co-hoster and apparently hockey game picker extraordinaire, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. How was your Family Day weekend, bud? Family Day was uh, quite busy, actually. Yeah. Uh, I had the uh, father-in-law and the brother-in-law up from uh, up from Nova Scotia, and uh, they brought me some uh, Bobby Margarita. Oh yeah, and the Bob McKenzie, uh, the new Bobby McKenzie Margarita. Yep. Uh, I I did give a official review of it. Right. On uh, on the Twitter. What, seven. Uh, well, I gave it a seven. Yeah. You know what? It was uh, us married timers. We like our we like our alcohol, right? And uh, of course, uh, upper Canadians like Bob McKenzie, uh, <laughs> they're uh, they're not used to that hard liquor, right? They're right. Not, yeah, uh, yeah. They can't they can't handle their booze like us. And uh, you know what? I um, I could I probably could have used a little more tequila in that uh, drink. Could have probably got a little bit more. <laughs> Who can't? Yeah, right. A little Who more can't? triple sec in that drink because it's five percent, right? Uh, five percent. That that, yeah, that's like a that's, that's like, like a, a beer. That's like, like a, a Bud Light. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh, oh, give, okay. give me something heavier. Uh, I thought it'd be like at least seven eight percent. Yeah, give me something heavier. Hmm. Uh, so I could, that could easily be a, you know, a seven, eight, 9% drink and you know, here to some watered down 5% garbage. And, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's got that, that authentic, you know, that margarita f- taste. Yeah. Um, but it's as if it's a watered down margarita, okay. uh, which is uh, kind of disappointing me. I, I, I had higher expectations, uh, but, uh, I, I, I drank three of them like back to back to back. So I had a pretty good buzz on. So, uh, other, other than that, pretty good, good, uh, Good post uh, Drummondville victory drink uh, yes. that was waiting for me at home. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, you know, I, I'm excited for him to come to New Brunswick. Hopefully by the summertime, because it will be a good summer drink. You yeah. know, it's uh, uh, whether it's on ice or just straight out of the can, it, it's it'll be a good summer drink. Maybe that's the key. You don't just you can't just have one like Lay's yeah. chips. Yeah. Five yeah. percent. You can't have one, so you have six or seven, and and that makes up for it. Uh, yeah. We didn't. We went to Halifax last weekend, so we didn't go anywhere this weekend. Obviously. With a lot of hockey, so it was a lot of relaxing, getting some house cleaning done, uh, building some boxes for Layla's foundation. So, just a nice, simple weekend. Um, which, you know, I've joked many times. You're welcome, New Brunswick, for this holiday. Yeah. Uh, Alberta's had it since like 1990, which I didn't even realize. I thought we had it for like 10 years or whatever, but yeah, no, 1990. Uh, and it, your first holiday was February 15th, 2018, and I arrived on February 6th. 2018 so um, thank you so much you're welcome yeah one of the good things i brought to this uh province along with this show i guess uh amazing race lulu and lala are gone which man you, <laughs> you know what they should have done right <laughs> they should have checked into the pit stop yeah and taken the penalty yeah right yeah like because they were there way too early they missed it like, the turn it's like, isn't it a half hour penalty i believe so yeah i mean unless that wasn't allowed but why yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think of that till you just said that. Why wouldn't you do that? Unless it's a longer penalty, but I was always under the impression that if you if you miss yeah. if you don't complete a a task. a task, it's a half hour penalty. So I don't understand why they just didn't check in and say, "Look, we'll take the penalty," unless they're one of those, you know, my Unless family, it's one of the new rule things. Yeah, my with, family will be disappointed in us if we don't finish every task. Your but, family's disappointed because you got eliminated. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> just take the penalty. Uh, but some of those teams, I mean, they, they went, how many of those uh, Souvlaki did they eat? 
oh. two or three, right? They ate three, and she she couldn't get through it. Like she didn't like onions. Yeah, she can't eat onions, so she's getting sick trying to eat it because they stuck the clue on the paper, which which was, was pretty. Genius, I like I like every that. team threw it away. Yeah, and then went. Where's the clue? Like, oh, check the garbage. Yeah, I like the Ara- uh, Natalie in Iran. <laughs> How do you spell Slovakia? Choose Lackey. C H E L. And her dad literally is a chef. Like, yeah. He works in the kitchen or yeah. something. Yeah. And he's like, some of them, I've never had souvlaki. Like, literally, anytime I go to Pita Pit, pita pit yeah. you got to have the chicken souvlaki. Yeah. Like, it's uh, for me, like, I wouldn't know how to spell souvlaki with my eyes closed, right? It's uh, But it's one of those clues that it just it seems too simple. You spell it, you eat it, and they give you a clue. Like, that seems. What's wrong with that? Too simple. Yeah. So. Two of my strong points spelling yeah. and eating. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, so that was last week, and now we get into the show that everybody knows we love, The Masked Singer, uh, debuted Let's with its uh, – I don't have the music up, but we'll get that uh, when the show starts, March 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some clues. Uh, it's good, bad, and ugly, you said? No, good, bad, and cuddly. Cuddly, that's yeah. what it is. Um, so some clues online. Uh, there was a, a Rams mask. Yeah, with a number six on it. Yep. Uh Way too obvious is Johnny Hecker, uh, kicker for the for the Los Angeles Rams, Super yep. Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. It's way true. too obvious. Uh, another one was uh, a guy, uh, the Prince Prince mask or something like the that. Prince mask, yeah, it's a frog, and, and it's a frog wearing a number thirty and like a blue and yellowish color. So I was just thinking, like when you said like Steph Curry, a lot of people are saying Steph Curry is too obvious. Yeah. What if it's um, not Steph? But Aisha, now we haven't he- we haven't heard this sing the the, the frog sing and yet. She's been she's been guest on the show before. Yeah, and the prince mask leads you to be uh, a guy. I get that, but number thirty, uh, yeah. uh, Golden State colors, yeah. crown. So princess, I guess prince, yeah. whatever. Her her son or her husband is a three point king, mm-hmm. um, but she has a lot of things going on. So frog jumping around, yeah. doing a lot of different things. So I just before we, I was just like. Well, if it's not Steph, maybe it's Aisha. Uh, it's very, yeah, she's she's been guest on the show before, yep. uh, so very uh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm still hoping for uh, an Andy Sandberg or an Anna Kendrick appearance here. Yeah, uh, there was one clue that's like a map, uh, like a treasure a treasure map. Uh, the right there, the Cyclops. Yeah. So it's Lonely Island. Oh, right. yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, that like, one came to mind. So maybe an Andy Samberg. And again, or, we've never heard any of these sing. Yeah, these are just on these, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so we're just you know throwing out some ideas here. Uh, you know, map, treasure map, lonely islands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you never know, right? So uh, just throwing out some you know some pre premature. Uh, oh, wow, I was going to say ejaculation. <laughs> um, wow, uh, premature, <laughs> premature ideas. Premature guesstimations. Yes. And, guesstimations. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, that's what's March 9th, right? Yep, March 9th. Uh, so uh, we're uh, a couple weeks away, a few weeks away from that. So we're uh, we're fired up. Yeah, uh, baby mammoth mask. The first clue is uh, shoes from Dorothy. So right. I'm thinking Broadway, and then of course Thingamabob is the Rock. So a lot of clues there. Could yeah. maybe it's John Cena. He likes to perform. He likes to be, be masked. Very well, could be. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's exciting. That's the best yep. part. Is we're again going to have a season that rolls into mass singer season, and your Big Brother Canada starts. Big Brother Canada starts next month. Next month. Uh, Canada's Got Talent starts next month. 
Um, so we could be, uh, you know, by the end of March, we could be full blown, uh, you know, pop culture on this. <laughs> we show might have to and, expand this yeah. to two days a week. Pop culture on one day and yeah. and hockey on the next. Screw, so. screw the Wildcats. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be the uh, the pop culture podcast Wildcast, and uh, we'll be, uh, you know, maybe two nights a week. We'll be uh, in the studio. Let's uh, change the background. <laughs> yeah, background changes. If you can find a background, we can do that. Uh, As always, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Wildcast Podcast, TikTok. And don't forget to like and subscribe on the YouTube. A quick question. This has nothing to do with hockey. Uh, I saw this question on Twitter, I believe on 90s WWE uh, Twitter account, which if you grew up in the 90s watching wrestling, it's one of the best accounts. It never misses. Um, So what WWE entrance music is your Mount Rushmore? So not your wrestlers on your Mount Rushmore your intro music and um you know you can pick wwe wcw because they're kind of all in the same thing um so do you want to go first with your first four or do you want me to go first i mean two of ours are the same yeah um you know growing up uh there's no there's not enough there's not another entrance song they got you so fired up they got the, the you know every time you heard it, it was just, just a the pop, pop. yeah right and you know that's, that's stone cold right uh, it's, it's just such an iconic song that I mean, it's been it's been memes, yeah. you know, with uh, Bill Belichick coming out of the tunnel and all. Or uh, it's just uh, it's just such an iconic entrance song. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know. He he could show up on 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 SmackDown this Friday night, and yeah. the place would go absolutely yeah. bonkers, yeah, because uh, it's just such a. And it's crazy to watch those old videos with all the signs and. When that music popped, yeah. everybody oh, yeah. was up. Was everybody just, was loud. It didn't was matter the, if you yeah. liked him or not, yeah, because if you didn't stand up, you wouldn't get a good uh, a, good a good view, yeah. of him, right? So it's uh, just uh, just just a classic. Yep, just that's easily one. The other one, I mean, everybody sang this one. Everybody knows this one. Um, you know, one of the best wrestlers, heels, um, just performers uh, in of all time, and his music is just once you hear it. Um, you just kind of know exactly what's coming. This played at my wedding. Yeah, I don't. Right? This played yeah. at my wedding. It was, it was, uh, it was requested at my wedding reception. And I sort of, the, the place went absolutely nuts. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, Pat McNeil at my wedding. I mean, you hear this song. He's just going to, you know, he's going to go off. And, uh, you know, it, it's, everybody knew this song at, the, at my wedding. It was probably the, the song that I think most of the guys were like, they started taking their clothes off, and it's uh, uh, yeah. I was I was naked by the time this this. I don't uh, doubt that. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say, was this requested for you to get naked for Megan? So, um, I get, I'll go with my number three. Um, this one, when you hear this one, it was kind of the it wasn't the reaction of the Stone Cold, but you knew what was coming, and it it was it wasn't the mu it was the music. The guys, and then the intro in the ring after that. Oh, you didn't yeah. know. Call somebody. somebody. Yeah, the New Age Outlaws, uh, Road Dog Jesse James, Badass Billy Gunn, um, and like I said, it wasn't just uh, it wasn't just the music. Um, it was it was when they got in the ring, you know, like it. Their intro inside the ring after the music. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Yeah. D-Generation X proudly brings to you its tag team champions of the world. <laughs> the Road Dog Jesse James. The badass Billy Gunn. Your new eight. And everybody sang it and, or said it along with them. And then, of course, Billy Gunn grabbed the mic. And if you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. <laughs> uh, what do you got? 
my my third one, um, probably one of the one of the better factions uh, that have been around for for yep. in, in WWE history, WWF history, uh, DX. I mean, these, you, you, I mean, just the Triple H, the Shawn Michaels, the X-Pac, uh, these guys were just, I used to have a DX shirt. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, every, I think every, if you were a wrestling fan in the 90s, you either had A, a DX shirt, B, an Austin 316 shirt, or C, both. Right? I, had, I had B. Right? It yeah. was just like one of those things where you just had to have it. And I think it was like, you know, just you just go to school and it had like the, you know, the... Suck it right on the back, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just go to school. If you wore that to school right now, you'd probably be sent home because yeah. your attire is inappropriate for yeah. school. But you wear that to school in the 90s, and you're literally there's but, 10 other people wearing yeah, yeah, the exact yeah. same shirt. Uh, so there was nothing teachers could really do about it. No. Because the teachers probably watched wrestling <laughs> the teachers, too. The teachers had it underneath their <laughs> exactly. suits. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, it was just one of those ones yeah. where it was just yeah. it's it's just uh you know that that one just that soon that song jacks me up every time I hear it too. And it was just it was an organic group that started with Sean and and Hunter. Yeah. And then when after WrestleMania, Sean had the back surgery, so it became Hunter's faction, and it it rivaled what NWO was doing in WCW, mm-hmm. and. There was a three-month stretch there in the late 90s where Monday nights, mm-hmm. if you had two TVs, you were lucky. If you didn't, you were flipping back and forth oh, yeah. because the rivalry. both ones live and you didn't yeah. know. One of my favorite moments was DX trying to go into, into WCW, WCW with the tank. Yeah, yeah. because at that time, you didn't know that uh, Diesel and Razor Ramon, uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. were friends, like the click. Like there was, the, like They were saying, let them in, let them in. Let's, this is yep. amazing for TV. Um, you didn't know that. So, uh, obviously the, my last one, um, I mean, 25 years, the greatest WrestleMania performer He's going into the hall of fame this year. Oh. I mean, you just, that was, that's what rivaled stone cold's music early on is when you heard that bell and the lights went out, it was going to take 45 minutes for him to get to the <laughs> ring. But like, like I just got chills just hearing this, that this, that's the reason why i don't like this song because it still gives me the creeps yeah. right like it's yeah you know it's uh it's it's not a song i i want to hear like yeah. it's just it bothers me it still gives <laughs> it, i'm still I, I, even as a 37 year old man if there was a wwe house show that came to the avenir center and i heard that song i would probably run out the doors because it would scare the crap out of me and that's what it was designed to do yeah. the dead man is he alive is he dead like i remember being a kid like no mom i swear he's not alive he's no he can't be you can't come back from that i swear yeah. mom no you can't um yeah it just he's going to the hall of fame this year so um for me those four uh, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, The New Age Outlaws, and The Undertaker are my four mm-hmm. Rushmore uh, entrance music. Your fourth one? Uh, my fourth one, it's not necessarily the song uh, that I like, uh, but it's the crowd uh, the crowd reaction. Right. Uh, you know, like Kurt Angle. He comes out and it's, uh, you know, and, and the crowd just, just loves it. He, he loves he loves, an egg, he loves getting egged on. He knows it's coming. Knows. You suck. <laughs> you suck. I wish they played this at the Wildcats you game. Su- uh, you, you know, know what? Like, based on our, based on the refereeing we've seen the past couple games, yeah. they should. I would love to, like, you know, have that yeah. song played, and, uh, especially start pointing at the refs and say you suck. You know, might actually get a, uh, might actually start getting a, uh, 
It'll get the reaction, message here. Yeah. Right. So those are my top four. Uh, you know, Stone Cold, uh, DX. Who was my th- my second one? They're missing again. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Right. So wow. Sorry. And uh, and Kurt Angle. Uh, the Kurt Angle one is just you know just the crowd reaction yeah. that uh, uh, that I like about it. It's not it's not the song. It's just uh, who, who everybody gets into it. Surprised none of us. I guess none of us. Neither one of us picked uh, John Cena. That's well, one of those, John that's one Cena. Of those, it's it's. You know, it's that's another one of those like I early in the two thousands when that music came on, that was another one that elicited reaction whether it was good or bad. Yeah, and it's it's just one of those ones where, you know, it's still it's still around. Yeah, right. You he, you you still hear it. You know, every every almost every week. So, yeah. it will be you know, and I it will be one of the greatest of all time. But you know, the fact he's still, you know, he's yeah, still yeah. around. Right. It's I was just basing mine on guys who were out and. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's right. kind of what I did. the The only one that I was that I went back and forth on, and like I said, when I brought this question up to you, I mean, Bret Hart, um, Randy Orton. This one was just on the edge for me. And it was Edge. Yeah. My dentist is related to him. Really? Yeah. It's uh, Doctor Copeland. Really? Yeah. Told me that one time when I was like. Uh, Probably because I went to a, do- a dentist appointment wearing like a DX shirt or something like that. <laughs> no, he says he's related to uh, to Adam Copeland somehow. I just don't know. Uh, he huh. never he never said how you know the, how the relationship was, but yeah, pretty neat. That is pretty awesome. Uh, so we'll have that poll up and you know give us your Mount Rushmore uh, as wrestling fans. I'd like to hear Pat's and and uh, and Dave's and maybe Aiden's. You know, wrestling wrestling fans that we know. I'd like to hear what their Mount Rushmore of entrance musics are. Uh, but let's get to some news and notes from around the queue. News and notes from around the queue. That could be a wrestling entrance theme. Could be, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Top Prospects game was announced last week. Um, 40 players were announced among the seven named for the QMJHL. Um, we now have a reason to watch at 10 o'clock uh, at night, Atlantic time, as Max Barbashev was named to the game uh, Wednesday, March 23rd in Kitchener. You know, he was one of the two names we kind of threw out, him and Loshing. Um you know, good for him. He's he's not doing what he needs to offensively, but he's got a good two hundred foot game. And I, I think, think that, I think he's picking it up. Yeah, I th- I, I think, exactly. You know, it's unfortunate that uh, you know I think he's he's uh, kind of in protocol right now. Yep. I think we can probably safely say that. Hey, on if there. Tim can say it, we can say it. Yeah. Um. So he's probably out for you know five. Do they do they still have to five. do the five day five, isolation? As far as I know, it's five days. Yeah. So, so he'll be. He out. might be back Friday. See, depends you know, when depends. he was. Yeah, we cut, cut some slack there. Make it, <laughs> make it more mass when he's playing. Uh, no, <laughs> if the women well, can do it to win a gold medal, he can do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, yeah, I think I think that's just gonna get him going, right? Yeah. And uh, you, you can see he's he's on another level right now. Ty Bell is really starting to come around. They got a little bit of chemistry. Yep, they sure do. Um, but yeah, the the prospects game. The fact that Jordan Dumay didn't get invited is, I think, it's an absolute joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably one of the best prospects forward wise yep. in the queue uh and i don't know if it was just a miss by this by the by the, the selection team here but wow uh how do you miss him uh unbelievable 53 points mm-hmm. and uh that was that's not including this weekend's games i was just the last time i looked at how many points he had but um and it's not like he's no offense he's not like he's playing in Bay Como it's not like he's playing in a smaller market he's playing in he's a big playing market. in a big market with Elliot Denoye he's playing yeah. with Zach Larue when he plays he's playing with you know top line minutes and he's producing yeah 
So he, I feel like he is at least going to be the first alternate. Like if there's an well, injury there's, coming down the line, there better be he better be on that list. He got He's got to be. I yeah. mean, there's there's it's 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 a, it's a, the fact that I I don't want to go on a rant here because you know because you got another one coming up here in a minute. Well, hopefully, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, just a just a total miss by by who, whoever is responsible for yeah. for picking these games. Like uh, the, these teams, like it's uh, yeah, right. If there's an injury here coming up. Uh, and he's not the first one to get the call. Uh, Somebody really made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's again. I don't know who who missed out of the OHL or who they missed out of the WHL, but I mean, you're you're saying no to a guy who's got probably fifty five plus points right now, something like that. Yeah. And uh, he's not going to the top prospects game. Yeah, give me a break. Yep. The uh, so the other seven names that were named: Nathan Gaucher from the Rampart, Maverick Lamoureux from the Voltage, Tristan Leno. Antoine Vero and Noah Warren from Gatineau, and then Ivan Shigalov from the Sherbrooke Phoenix. Um, the Hooked On School Award uh, for the QMJHL, which goes to a player on every team, uh, goes to so for the Wildcats, goes to Yoan Loshing, um, as he was named. So he gets uh, uh, the academic perseverance presented to a player from each team for the Gervais Munger Award. He gets a $500 scholarship as well as a commemorative plaque. So good for him being named that. And finally, the QMJHL draft presented by FenPlus will be live on a Monday online and Tuesday, July fourth and July fifth. A Monday and a Tuesday. Yeah, this is all the Monday Tuesday is because they got to find a time to put it on, and the Q the, Mem- the Memorial Cup ends at the end of June 29th, I believe. Uh, the NHL draft is July seventh. 8th and 9th on that weekend. It's Canada Day weekend before. So the only time you slot it is the 4th and the 5th, but a Monday and a Tuesday virtual. Now, I had someone reach out and, and on you probably saw it on the... I did, yeah. yeah. Um, just that he will be surprised if this ever goes back to live um, without quite a fight um, because... I mean, it's it's a financial effort from a lot of teams, and and to go there, um, to go wherever, where there was Quebec or it was Sherbrooke, I think it was destined to go. The year it was canceled, yep. uh, Cape Breton. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's your whole team taking all the resources to a city for a weekend. That's you know the queue, whether they pay for hotel rooms or the parents pay for hotel rooms. You know, that's a that's a big a big venture for these teams, and it could be spent um, elsewhere. And and I and I totally understand that from a financial point of view especially coming out of this pandemic i i get it but one of the points i brought up to this to this uh informed gentleman um and i don't mean that bad like he's informed he he's in the know um you know the nfl used to have it at radio city music hall so it was a tiny hall uh they allowed fans in um the teams had a representative at a table the they invited they still kind of do it larger scale now but they only invite the top 20 players. Uh, oh, I guess that'd be the top 40 players in the NFL. So maybe in- invite the top 25 players that are projected to go in round one, just them. And round one has the commissioner, has the jersey in a small auditorium. You got a table for each team. So, you know, Moncton would send a couple of their interns or whatever. Hell, send us to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, Richie would phone into the table. We're going to take player X. Mm-hmm. Player X gives that piece of paper to the, the commissioner. 
The commissioner announces the name gets the jersey. It limits the amount of people that are there for like teams, families. You know, it eliminates how much teams spend on sending someone there. I mean, you're just sending two people for a weekend to answer a phone. Um, and you allow fans in this community to pay to get into the auditorium. And that's, I think, where you were coming is, is make this thing at least a financial to offset with some fans. But I, I think that would be the best of both worlds. You don't have to have every player that's going to be drafted at, at this event. Send the top 30 prospects if you want, top 25 um, maybe do round one and two where they get jer- like round one has to be Jersey. So top 25 round one, send a, a group to answer the phones and, and, and maybe that's a best of both worlds mix. I just, just, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm having a hard, a hard time really putting it into words here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everybody knows my thoughts on this. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, uh, unless I want to go into other rants, I don't want to go in another rant, um, but honestly, the fact that it's a Monday and Tuesday is it's almost an inconvenience mm. uh, because look, I can't. I'm not gonna. Okay, I understand the round ones on on a Monday night. That's fine. We usually record Monday nights. That kind of fits in perfectly with our yeah. uh, with our schedule here. We can do a show even though we probably won't have a first-round pick. Uh, but then you go into Tuesday, and it's an all-day thing, and we're working, Yeah. right? Like, I don't want to take a vacation day <laughs> to follow a draft, right? I would take a vacation day to go to the draft. Right, absolutely. I'm not going to take a vacation day to follow the draft. Like, yeah. there's a huge difference here, uh, and it's upsetting. You know, I understand it's Canada Day weekend. Uh, it's also my wedding anniversary maybe that's why you know i'd i'm not gonna okay maybe good thing they didn't schedule it <laughs> you know in person this year on my wedding anniversary yeah. we, anniversary weekend my fifth wedding anniversary yeah. weekend yeah yeah um but uh mondays like this they can they just the league continues to find a way to piss me off, you know, <laughs> uh, and it's it's it's, well, and, and now and now you're gonna have a Memorial Cup final game on a Wednesday. Is that what it is? A twenty the 29th of June. Yeah, is a bloody Wednesday, and you're gonna have a Memorial Cup championship game. Like, <sighs> yeah, how? I just I just can't, I I can't. Like it's you're you're defeating the purpose of of getting people excited like if you're if you're a saint john fan um you're probably not going to want to drink on a wednesday because a if you're playing in the final you're going to want to remember it yeah but if you're a fan like me who's probably not going to have much investment in the game right uh unless it's a whl team that i cheer for which it will not be the calgary hitman it will not be the barry colts and it will not be the Moncton Wildcats. So from I could go there on a Sunday when mm-hmm. the Memorial Cup final usually is mm-hmm. and have myself a few pops. Yeah. Right? But now it's on a Wednesday and you're like, oh crap, well, you know, I have to go to work the next day. Yeah. I'm like, gonna take a day off. Yeah. Then I or I gotta take two days you're off. You're forcing me to take vacation days yeah. that I don't wanna take. Like I'm already taking vacation. I don't wanna take vacation. <laughs> To work around your schedule, 
I'm the fan. You work around my schedule. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And I 100% agree with you. I just, I don't think they had much of a choice because of the... Now, I say that, and then I think to myself, well, if you limit yourself to 60 games across the league, you can get the playoffs started a week earlier and maybe end this thing at a, at a normal time. I mean, obviously, the pushback pushes everything back, but you're so committed to 68 games. Why aren't we playing 60 and get the playoffs started a little bit early? Because we end on April 1st against St. John. So the playoffs don't start April until April. First. May, May 1st. first. Yeah. So the playoffs don't start until May uh, 6th and 7th. Mm-hmm. And even that, I think I saw somewhere where it started on the Monday. Like, Probably. So you're going to have Friday, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday as games one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. If they, which I'm guessing they're going to go five. Um, and they're going to play some sort of schedule. So, I mean, if you're playing 6D games, you might finish that schedule April, what, 20? Mid-April, at least. April 16th. You can start the playoffs April 23rd. That gives you a week. Yeah. Like, I just... our last six games are after April 16th. So we could end the season on the road on the 16th, start the playoffs on the 22nd, and you're already pushing a week advance then you don't have to compete with Canada Day. But, uh, you know, this stoppage pushed everything back, which just kind of makes everything an inconvenience. And, you know, it's very frustrating, especially for groups like myself and, and you know, Martin Leahy and, you yep. know, Jamie Tozer and, you know, guys that mm-hmm. don't exactly get employed by the team to go to these events to cover these events. Like, yep. you know, the draft, we're, we're taking time off work to go to Quebec to do all this stuff. You know, when it was virtual – you know, building the graphics and getting everything ready after the picks were done. I can't take a day off for that. Mm-hmm. Like it, I'm not taking a day off for it. So I, it's very frustrating. I think the thing, like I, I think the fact that it's, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact we probably won't have a first round pick. We won't have much to do on a Friday night. But yeah, you know, it, it's just we made the most of it last year. Yeah, we did. We had a pretty good time. Yep. Ended up interviewing a player that just got picked. You know, yeah. like Kyle Hagen, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just maybe I'm looking too much into it, uh, but I just I'm not going to be excited because I usually drink, right? I usually drink at these things. Like last last year, you know, yeah. I was we had a few drinks and and watched the draft, and yeah. uh, I think the the year the well, that was no the year the year before that when we were still kind of in lockdown, right? When Loshing was picked, you know, like that that whole yeah, yeah. Jacob Pelche trade. Uh, draft where it took like 45 minutes for the pitch. 45 minutes. I'm sitting at home. I was probably 12 beer deep by the time <laughs> it got to the, lo- you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. Because it was like, you know, I like to enjoy myself yeah. at these. I'm not and gonna, these are marquee events for yeah. your fans. And I'm not going to go home and, and not going to sit on a Monday night and drink. You know, it's like, yeah. it's just not my, not my thing unless I just take the day off, which probably will. But, <laughs> you know, I just right now, I just don't, I'm not, I'm not going to be excited for a, six to eight hour draft on a Tuesday afternoon. Like that's uh, when you know, you got to go to work the next day. So you're going to sit in front of your computer for six hours and then go to work the next day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So hopefully this is the last, hopefully everything works out next year. We got a full season on time, no breaks. The season ends when it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get back to a weekend memorial or weekend draft and, you know, fix something, Mr. Commissioner. We, we ask you, um, do something. Make this thing live. Like I said, invite the top twenty-five prospects. Have teams send somebody with a table. Uh, answer phone calls and uh, 
make it like the old NFL did in the uh, um, in New York at the Radio City Music Hall. Uh, QMJHL Team of the Week was announced. i got to find it. There we are. Zach Bolduke, Maverick Bork, and Felix LaFrance were your forwards. Tristan Leno, Isaac Menard were your defensemen. And Jacob Robiar, the backup for Sherbrooke, was the uh, Flames win. Uh, they just scored with 46 seconds left in the third period. Oh, good for them. <laughs> uh, where was the goaltender, the backup for Sherbrooke, was the goaltender of the week. So, uh, yeah, let's get into let's get into a little bit closer to home here. Weekly Rewind. All right, well, uh, four games in this past week's stretch, so we're going to kind of get to them as quickly as we can. And um, the Wildcats are 19, 13, 3, and 1, so... When we recorded, the game hadn't gone against Halifax. By the time you heard our show, the game had ended against Halifax. Um, so the Wildcats now 19-13-3-1 for 43 points, fifth in the Maritimes, sixth in the Eastern Conference, I do believe, um, which gives us a series against St. John based on points. What? Yeah. Really? Well, right now we're sixth, they're third. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it might change, I guess, depending on, because they haven't updated oh, the standings. It's not Depends overall? what it is. I'm going off points right now because they're trying to get a 68-game oh, schedule right. in. Yeah, yeah. If they change that, they might go to percentage. But right now, I'm going off points. Probably a fun series. Yeah. Okay. Ish. I think yeah. I'd rather play Quebec, but I think I'd probably play somebody else. All right. Yeah. Well, we got lots of time. Oh, to get yeah. Into that. That is, that is, lots of time to get into that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we get into the Tuesday night game. Um, I mean, we got the one point, uh, losing four three in overtime to Halifax. Should have been two. Better. It could have been. Should have been two. Uh, better effort against Halifax. We hadn't played them well all year up until that point. Um, I mean, this was a game that had all the momentum in ha- Moncton's way. And then, like I said, against the game against, I believe, Ramuski, um, where Langwa took a fight to get the team energized and get us back into this game. Dylan McKinnon challenged uh, Casey. He took the fight, and unfortunately... A young player, he's going to learn that. It ended up turning the momentum all the way around for Halifax. They ended up coming all the way back, um, scoring two goals after that fight, and uh, got it to overtime. And then one of the most egregious non-calls I think I've ever seen. Um, you know, I just I don't understand how a hit after the whistle where it's late, the head is the principal point of contact, and it was from behind uh, into the boards. Uh, Denoye gets a double minor. Um, if you watch the live, I just couldn't believe it was a double minor. And then somehow the guy that gets drilled into the boards gets two for roughing because he got up. So basically the cue is saying if you get drilled into the boards from behind and your head is hit first, lay on the ice, the penalty might be different. Um, he gets two for roughing. We go three on three in overtime instead of a power play and then a missed change, terrible change. Um, and that's that's how this one ends. Vedicek goes uh, top shelf, giving the Halifax Mooseheads the extra point. The fight changed the momentum. Yeah, it's great when it works, um, but when it goes against you, uh... you're you're damn you're right. Uh, it's again, this should have been a a two point a two point game here, yep. um, where they you know they had the lead. It's they're having a difficult time. Well, in this case, uh, holding leads. They're either having a difficult time holding leads or they're having a ridiculous comeback uh, <laughs> to win games. Yeah. So it's. Um, you never know with this team. It's like yeah. uh, what, what's it? Is it Jekyll and Hyde? You yep. never know what to expect, right? Yep. Um, and I think that's a, that's a classic uh, Neil Hodge. Uh, you know, uh, he he's written that about the Wildcats 
uh, many, 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 many times over his years as a reporter where you just never know what you're going to see out of this team. And uh, yeah, if we, we've seen it on, on full display ever since the, the trade period where it's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, a different, you, you go there and you're like, okay, uh, well, you're, uh, you got a two goal lead going to the third period. Uh, no, 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 not going to win. <laughs> you lost. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, three, you're, you're losing by three with eight minutes to go. Put it in the win column. You know, it's, it, <laughs> yeah. you just, it, it's not frustrating because it almost makes the games entertaining. But the ones where you come back, but yeah. it's, um, yeah, I think we kind of got our, uh, I would, I wouldn't say revenge against Halifax because, mm. but, um, but yeah, this, way, the fact that yeah, you're, you're, the, the fight was a turning point, the hit, yeah. you know, probably could have been something out of that. Um, well, I think it's hilarious that, uh, I think the reason why it wasn't a suspension was because the play was wasn't it kind of like an, a, a a delayed offside or something? Well, he didn't want to touch it. He didn't he want was, to touch it, right? Yeah, it was, and I think that's why he was intentionally not playing the puck. If if the if the game was at full speed, I think the result of this call would have been different. True, uh, but I think you know the the non homer side of me want to, wants to say that OJ kind of put himself in that position by kind of being laissez-faire, not wanting to play the puck. He yeah, kind of yeah. did it upon himself to to, to be hit. So um, that's my non-homer side of things. And I think very well the approach that the uh, the, ref, the refs and the league uh, took, took uh, in, in regards to the hit too. Which is fine, but the fact that we don't get a, a – it's evened up uh, – mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't a suspension, which I mean, you're making a very good point. He didn't play the puck because it was a hand pass, but hand I mean, pass, right? I didn't know if it was an offside. Yeah, it was or a, what, but a it was... hand pass to it, but still, I mean, I don't know what more criteria you want for a league that gives you ten minutes for willingly saying, "Hey, do you want to punch me in the face?" And I'll punch you in the face. All right, let's go. You get an extra ten for that. Mm-hmm. It's you know, I see both sides. Then you get into full hundred percent capacity. Yes. What was it four thousand ahead of that game? Thirty four hundred, which was I mean, it was all right. It was pretty loud. Uh, the, the Moosehead Bar was back again. Uh, I if fans just want to go to the Chris Rock and see if they're giving away free Moosehead passes, um, because you got you had to have a Chris Rock Tavern Moosehead Light pass to get into that bar. Okay, um, but yeah, like you were saying, if this team could just play. 55 minutes, like they could play the last five minutes of some of these games. Just imagine what this team would be. Um, down 5-2 with about eight minutes left. You know, this was the game where our two Euros kind of found their chemistry that, uh, you know, we were looking for them to find. And, you know, it was the difference. Uh, Ring the Tie Bell had two goals. He was the first star. Um, but this was another game where, just like the Ramuski game, they got run in the second period, getting outshot 19-4. Um, and, you know, Jonathan Lemieux was good, keeping it only at two goals uh, in that period with how much they were on their heels. Uh, and then somehow Moncton flipped the script, and, you know, Pilot, his three goals this year, he hasn't scored with under <laughs> with with over two minutes left in the game, right? Like he's clutch. He's, he's clutch from that point. Um, and then Clutch Antoine Pilot. That's <laughs> yeah. his new name. Done. That's his new hashtag. Um, yeah, and then Ty Bell gets the on a beautiful feed from uh, Barbashev. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. Boy. Yeah, I love that. And then Ty Bell again, uh, standing in alone in the slot, finds the loose puck, puts it by, and then 
Thomas Auger in the shootout, the only guy to score, which I met his dad after the game, and I just asked his parents, I said, which one of you gave him his silky mitts? <laughs> because that guy's got some got some hands. Um, just goes just through the five hole on Mercer. If you paid to be in that hockey game, you know, Moncton's going to give you uh, an event. <laughs> yeah. Like on the ice. Like I know people that were leaving at 5-4. Five three, and it's just like well, yeah, you draw the fifty fifty numbers, and everybody takes off. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's uh, that's and why they don't do it till like two minutes left. You're half the way out the door, and you're like, "Oh fuck, eh, screw this." One thing about this game is there's there's times you'll you'll look at games and you'll say, "You know what? They're in this position in the standings because of this game." I pl- I think going into this game, Moncton had a. I'm not sure if they were two points up on Drummondville or or one point behind Drummondville, something like that. A, a loss in regulation, uh-huh. and they would have been tied in the standings. But they came back and got the extra point, and they took a three-point lead on them in the standings. So it's like, you know, they could have easily been tied. Yep. But that comeback... Gave him, a, you know, gave him three points up on 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 Germanville in the standing. So it's just one of those things where you look back and you think, well, crap, you know, if it's if it comes down to it, and and these two, and it's actually, you know, the playoff seedings are overall. You look at this game and you're like, well, shoot, you know, like Germanville could have easily tied Moncton uh, in the standings with this game, but because of that comeback, Moncton actually gets a more favorable, you know, playoff opponent kind of thing. You you just got to look at that thing and be like, well, crap, you know, it's. Yeah, so Maybe Moncton was two points up. Two points up, right? Yeah, they were at 39, Drummondville at 37. There you go. So you lose in regulation, you're tied. Yeah. But they come back and they get that extra point to go up three points. And then another case in point, the next night or something like that, Drummondville goes and beats St. John in regulation, right? Yeah, on a 56-save performance or 54-save yeah. performance by Jacob Gooby, who yeah. I thought we were actually going to see mm-hmm. in, in Moncton. And on the same night, you know, Moncton wins against Halifax in the last minute. Yep. So, you know, it, there's so many, there's the, the, that game against Drummondville and that game against Halifax, you know, these, what I don't think people realize is how fortunate we were to see these four games in, in so many days because of how tight these teams were in the standings, yep. you know, like it's, uh, yeah, it sucks to lose to Halifax, but it's like, we could seriously have a first round series against Halifax, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, it's, yep. we get, we could easily have a first, get our first round series against Drummondville. Like these are how close, you know, it's that eight, nine, 10, 11 spot in the standings that are just going to be going back and forth the rest of the year. And we could, if, if they, if the playoff seedings are overall, we could easily see one of these two teams as our first round opponent. Yeah, I didn't even think of overall because I've just been going east and west thinking they were going to do that for travel. But, um, I mean, like I said on on the live after, I think, the Saturday game, I mean, you've got playoff games every night as mm-hmm. it comes down. Like, we took advantage of a favorable schedule to put us where we are. And, I mean, right now we – I think this is – yeah, this is before uh, Monday's game. We were eight. Ramuski was nine. Halifax was ten. Well – Halifax won, so they're going to go to 44 points. We're sitting at 43. So we're 8 and 9 with Halifax. That's a first-round series. So it's – and we've got them two more times. 
uh, as the season ends on April April 8th and April 26th in the final week of, of the season. So, I mean, this is going to be playoff hockey every other night mm-hmm. for Moncton. You're going to see, hopefully we get some bodies back, uh, but you're going to see a playoff hockey at the Avenir Center, playoff type hockey every every other every other game and it's whether it's the overall standings or it's that five six seven eight uh, well five six seven uh spot in the eastern conference i mean moncton ramuski halifax bathurst or i think bathurst will end up separating and being a top four but moncton ramuski halifax maybe even shikutami that's your five six seven eight and that's gonna be those are gonna move based on you're gonna be in seventh when you start the game and you could be in fifth by the time you're done and that's exactly what the Q wants. That's exactly what you know. You want as as a team, as an organization. Um, getting into Sunday's game, a four three victory over, finally over Halifax, uh, a late one by uh, Vincent LaBelle, um, I believe Rousseau, who had a few ten bell saves in the power play, um, kept this thing in within reach. Your cousin took over um, with a hat trick that night. I mean, this was a huge game for the psyche of this hockey club. Yeah. Because if they lose again in a comeback fashion, being up 3-1, uh, if they lose again in a comeback fashion to Halifax, I mean, that's a very big... It kind of reminds me of the the first year that... Uh, not, the second year in, in that building where no matter what we did, we just could not get over the mental hump of beating Halifax in the regular season, and then we got swept in the playoffs mm. in round two. It just There's something about Halifax. We just can't get over that mental hurdle. We'll beat them. Yeah, it's it's true, right? And it's it's it feels anytime you you beat Halifax, it feels great. Yep. Every time you lose Halifax, it feels worse. It feels like we lost like seven in a row, right? Yeah. Now. Um, it's just the rivalry, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 the jealousy that they've got, you know, the banners and we don't, and yep. uh, and all that. But it's so it's a, it's a it's a jealousy factor that I think that comes into play here, and I think that's what you know. If we can get against a matchup against them in, in the first round, yeah, I'm probably gonna have a few heart attacks and and probably <laughs> yeah. you know grow some gray hairs here. Yeah. But it would be a really good series, a really long series, I think. Yeah, um, with some tight games and overtimes and and probably six or seven games easily. I would love a series against Halifax because it yeah, and the first half of the year we didn't show up either game i think they i i don't even think moncton was in any of those games now that uh, the trade period's over and everything's kind of this is the team you're getting mm-hmm. we've been in every game with them and they've been very close come from behind uh overtime type games uh the wildcats did go down 5-3 um monday night or monday afternoon we'll see if labelle gets suspended for waving at air as he was given two minutes for uh, i thought i saw a mosquito on the broadcast could have been could have been right. I I think that's it was like that or a bumblebee that maybe has made its way into the Scotia Bank Arena. But that's Center? your level of Scotia Bank Center Arena. Yeah, something. It, it had to be something because he uh, go check out our video on Twitter. It's unbelievable that he got two minutes for slashing air. Um, we'll have to see if uh, oh they finally updated all the the penalties here. So Archibald conduct unknown, misconduct for OJ, Isenza, Beauregard, Lafrance. Huh. So. Zach Beauregard, who doesn't like to be touched and uh, has no problem cross-checking OJ in the back. OJ fought back a little bit. Sucker punches him at the end of the game. It is what it is. Um, 
you know, they go down. What are the, mis- what are the misconducts again? Code unknown? Code unknown, yeah. So he gets, where is it? Yeah. Misconduct, code unknown. Misconduct, code unknown, and code unknown for Archibald, Oje, and Iacenza. <laughs> and then uh, Beauregard got two minutes for roughing. LaFrance got roughing, and LaFrance got a game misconduct for code unknown. So, okay. Um, those are those are interesting. Um, Moncton was one for one on the power play. I will say this power play in this past week has been better. They, they've jumped into the number 10 spot. The, the stats haven't updated uh, as we get um, at the time of the recording um, because they haven't done Monday's games yet. But um, the team's in 10th place, 20%, 20.2% uh, power play, and it's looking better every week. Um, it's exactly what we thought we'd see. I mean, I didn't think Moran would be the quarterback, but I do like Moran on that on that quarterback play. We just need some injuries to come back, and that's what's hurting this team. Well, it's, it's injuries, it's illness, yeah. it's uh, which we knew we were going to have. Yeah, Francis Langlois is personal, so I mean, not sure what's going on with that, nope. but we hope everything's good with with him and his family. And yeah. um, you know, it, it's that's Bar- another centerman Bar- down the line. That yeah, Barbashev is in protocol. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, Loshing is injured. Loshing is, Casey, il- is illness. Yeah. Uh, Casey is injured for a couple Connor weeks. Olsen is injured. Yep. Um, I'm missing one, I think. No, those are the five, I believe. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, we need guys to. So get that's four forward. Like that's your four forwards and a defenseman yeah. that you're missing. And you know, Tristan Sanchez played on the weekend. Played mm-hmm. very well. We saw Ben Mercer make his debut on Monday night. Um, you know, I'd said after on one of our shows after the the Monctonian. Big body, skates well. I didn't think he really looked out of place, but it's tough to see when you're not watching it live. Um, but uh, Under career points now. Per ben Mer- Yeah, 100, 100 career points now in the Nova Scotia Midget League. He's played nice. three seasons, up to 100 points. He just had 100 points the other night. Um, so crazy that he's, you know, y- you rarely see that where a player hits 100 points. I mean, it's a superstar will we'll, we'll we'll yeah. have a good year, but he's drafted and, and gone the next year, right? Yeah. And it's then... Then you see, um, you know, third season in the league, just cracked the hundred point plateau the the, uh, the other night. So, I, I was happy to see him in the lineup. I was I hope really, he, uh, I kind of maybe think he might stay. I guess it depends on Loshing's illness and, well, and what Barbershop. Well, they off, right? They're not playing again until Friday. Friday. Yeah. Um. So you you got you know you got three full days to to recover. Uh, I can see him keeping him for practice this week, just for numbers oh, wise, and. He might get in Friday, um, yeah. But I think Sanchez probably gets in ahead of him. But I, I, I didn't have any issue with those two call ups. No, I didn't uh, either in the game. So I would, you know, Lounsbury. I think is more on the depth chart, probably higher up when it comes to. Uh, but there's, you know, there's some COVID on the Moncton Flyers too. So there's, yeah. uh, you know, you don't want to call up uh, Lounsbury and that and uh, for for that uh, for that reason and. Yeah. So you, you just got to find guys right now. Uh, and, you know, it's it's it, it, at one point you got to think, you know, should these teams bring in a taxi squad like the NHL or or what? But they well, didn't, to... didn't Gatineau have – Gatineau or Armada had five Ar- – Armada, Armada had five or six guys yeah, out. For, that's what it uh, was. and Both goalies. Yeah. You know, like uh, Sheehan was out for in, in protocol and uh, Gravel was in protocol. They had to call up some – some rookie I never heard of. Before. It's just like and when you start losing both your goalies, maybe just postpone that one game. Yeah, Runa like, Brandon was in the same position the other night too. They yeah. had five or six guys yeah. out, and you're like, "Holy shoot!" You know how are you gonna do this? And 
you're you're really uh, you're really giving your 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 depth chart a good spanking yeah. when you got uh, <laughs> you know five or six guys on your yeah. lineup. So it's tough to tough, yeah. tough to keep up. But you hope that never happens. I mean, if we def- last season we probably had what eight guys out of the lineup at yeah, one point like that, yeah. and uh now we're at five so it's you know we're, we're facing yeah. it we're we're getting hit hard too and but a tough tough stretch too amen like it's really uh really tough uh tough hockey right now i know a little interesting stat i found when i was looking at our record for leading after two we're 10 one and one yeah do you know what team is oh seven and one when trailing after two periods actually two of them are oh seven and one when trailing when trailing after two periods I don't know. Tell me. Charlottetown and St. John. Well, Charlottetown blew another one. They were, <laughs> right? They were, yeah. Were they were trailing after? No, they had, okay, never mind. They had a lead. They had a they lead, had lead uh, and they lost day. it. So yeah. that's their first loss. They were, so they're 17 and 0 leading after one, 21 and 0 when leading after two, and 0 and 7 when trailing after two. And I saw that. I was, I was like, wow. And yeah. same with St. John, 0 7, 0 and 2. Like it just, I mean, Quebec is 0 and 9. Like, just oh, seems like these smokes. top teams, you would think when they get down, and, and nothing against them. I mean, the only teams that have almost close to winning records, uh, Sherbrooke is 7-8, and eight, and Moncton's 5-9, and nine, and those are the most wins when trailing after two beer to those two teams. So that's wow. huh. just one of those one of those funny things in a, in a schedule and overall team records. Sherbrooke really proved it uh, when we yeah. had our visit there, right? Did they ever, yeah. yeah. And they almost did it again to Cape Breton, but they were able to – to shut that one down, yeah. Xavier Perron learned to skate in that game. Apparently, um, I mean, we got two games coming up, and they're not going to get any easier uh, coming down the stretch. I mean, these two wins in the three and three were huge. Uh, you got Bathurst on Friday; they're coming off a win against Halifax or against uh, Charlottetown, St. John. The return of Philip Daou, uh, Tomas Couture. Was that Sunday? Sunday, yeah. So I would expect Philion's going to play against Bathurst, and uh, it'll be Lemieux versus Couture on Sunday. Um, the return of Dao. I mean, get the uh, get the uh, video tribute going, right? Yeah, be working on that, and then walk hats <laughs> off us all week. Yeah, they will. We try to find all the Dao goals from what <laughs> seems like three years ago yeah. now, and yep. uh, all the Couture saves. Hopefully, that's all saves against St. John because yep. I know he played really well against him. And that's, he, they sure did. Yeah, I might have to step out for an end on the town uh, for that one. Well, I may have a ticket for you, my friend. Sweet. I may have a ticket for you. Um, Let's go watch the St. John Cena's. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, oh, see, there it is. There's that music. We knew we'd get to it. Um, I mean, St. John and Bathurst, these are two of the top teams. These are the teams that are going to be one, two, three. Uh, you just kind of hope that Moncton is healthy ish against this club. I mean, we I don't even know where to go with it because you just you need a healthy body because it's going to be tough against these teams. You have to play discipline, that yep. is step one. You cannot get into penalty trouble. I mean, they got into penalty trouble against Halifax on Monday. They were 0, Halifax was 0 for 6. Bathurst and St. John probably aren't going 0 for 6, 0 for 7. Like, you cannot take penalties, undisciplined penalties, against this team. Um, hopefully, we should have – oh, Anthony Hamel, that was the other one. Who'd I had, knew I was missing yeah, one. I, I knew – I I completely forgot because he wasn't actually announced um, after he took had the takedown, slamming his head into the ice. That was oh, that was bad. Pretty to watch. Yeah, no, it sure wasn't. Um, yeah, so you kind of hope you have a healthy squad. It's uh, you, you, you have to play discipline against these two players because this is a these are four point games coming down the stretch. Yeah, if they can put together a good effort, you know, it's, I'm not going to go out and say that you know they're going to win both these games. No. If they can win one of them, it'd be not, it would be nice. Get one point at least. 
Yeah, one point out of four. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. These are not going to be tough games. Uh, these are not going to be easy games, and they're not going to be easy the rest of the way. Yeah. Uh, you know the schedule isn't very favorable to us. I know we got. Uh, we still haven't seen Gatineau. Gatineau. I'm still... I would say out of the remaining games, there's four games the Wildcats are going to be favorite against, and that's three against Cape Breton, and at least one against Gatineau. I wouldn't even say Gatineau was an easy game, right? Well, it's depending on their their when they're here, depending on their three and three yeah. situation, that might be the one, but. I mean, we got three against Cape Breton, and that's the only game against a team that is below us in the standings. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough two months. But they always seem to come up, get get up for these these tough games, yeah. right? Like it's, um, you know, it's it's either it's it's the Jekyll and Hyde against the middle of the pack teams. It's either you're gonna get out yourself a lead and and blow it, or you're gonna get it get get down and, and come back but they always find a way to get up for these big games and just shock the world almost yeah. like it's um so hopefully we see a couple performances like that this weekend yep they got uh, 31 games left you know i i think it was daryl sutter who used to break things down into a five game series yeah yeah five yeah. game series win the series that's that's what you want to yeah. do right win the series so your first five game series is against bathurst st john cape breton halifax cape breton so, win this, win that five game series. You're you're all right in terms yeah. of of your playoff. Win and three just keep, of five. Yep, which is doable. Which is absolutely doable. Uh, let's get to everyone's favorite part of the show. Eric Murray, realtor, buyer house from him. Stick tap of the week. All right. So, uh, I, you know, I usually like to do uh, you know small businesses or this and that, but. Um, Something I, I I tried for the first time the other day, which I thought was a huge convenience, was placing your order for groceries online and picking it up. Did you ever do that before? Dude, we do that like almost every week. Really? This oh, is yeah. the first time I've ever really? done it. Didn't even know it existed. <laughs> Didn't even know it existed. <laughs> So I decide Saturday morning to go on to the Walmart website. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm trying to make a grocery list. And it's like, oh, you know, shop here or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, geez, you can actually add stuff to your shopping cart. And it's, and then I'm like, okay. So I add like 30 something items to my shopping cart. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, cool. You know, what's this going to do? Like send, send the list to my phone so I can check it off as I go get groceries and stuff like that. No, <laughs> no, you can actually pay for your groceries yes. online and schedule a pickup time yes. <laughs> or get them delivered to your house. <laughs> my mind was blown really I never ever i did you know i was amazed i was so blown away by this this and is you, unbelievable and you go and you're like holy crap you know okay here's my credit card number yeah and it's like okay pick a date and time for your pickup I'm like, okay you know what between one and two on saturday i'm gonna do my pickup here i'm like okay let's try this out so I get an email about 12.45, and it's like, oh, by the way, this item here, the Walmart brand, mm-hmm. was not in stock, 
So we're going to give you like the name brand and not make you pay any difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I picked like, you know, the great value brand of, of, of marble cheese. I get an email. You're getting, you're getting cracker barrel cheese. I'm like, Oh man, this is cool. Cool. It's a big day. I don't have to pay the difference. And then it's like, another one was butter. And you're like, okay, I'm going to get the great value brand of butter. Yeah. I get email. Nope. Sorry. You're going to get Scottsburn. Oh, <laughs> great. You know? And I, so you go and you, you I get a, a that text. I'm like, okay, okay, this is cool. I'm not going to pay the difference. I like this. Then at 1.15 p.m., your pickup order is ready. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I go in the store and I ask the greeter, excuse me, Mr. Old Man, where do I go get my groceries? He's like, oh, you don't come inside. You just go around by the garden center and park in one of the pickup spots. I'm like, oh, I don't even have to come to the store. <laughs> Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> I, I was, and it's like, so he's like, just go around the garden center and park in one of the pickup, par- pickup parking spots. I'm like, oh, okay. So I go, I'm like, it's like, okay. Hmm. There's four empty spots. I'm like, well, which one do we park in? Okay, I'm just going to park in number one. And it's like, call this number when you're here. So I call Walmart pickup. Uh, hi. Uh, I, I first timer here. I uh, I got an order. Oh, are you Long Jer- time are you Jeremy? First time caller. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jeremy. Oh, we'll be out in a minute. Okay, so it tells me to bring my own bag. So I expect them to just drop it off and you know gonna put them stuff in the bags. <laughs> this guy is putting it in my trunk. You know, I'm just holy sh- service here, man. Oh my god. Did you get your trunk fixed? I did get my trunk okay. fixed. So this guy's putting the groceries in the in the in the trunk for me, I, and, and I'm just like, "Geez, okay, this service is pretty good." I was blown away. <laughs> I have never in my life heard of being able to order your own groceries online and pick them up, or that a lazy ass like me get them delivered. <laughs> you know, imagine ordering groceries and get them delivered to your yeah. doorstep incredible shout out walmart i'm probably living under a rock here because this has probably been around for a couple of years where's that bell are those bells on the seat there the jingle bells there uh, ding 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 you are living under a rock <laughs> those are the tie bells okay this has obviously been around for a couple of years based on ringing the bell here yeah but wow what an experience the fact i don't even have to i i, I went into the store expecting I have to pick up my order in the store. Yeah. But I don't e- I don't even have to get out of my car you to should, get though. my groceries. Yeah. Yeah, man. We've been doing it for probably well since the pandemic. Layla was ordering we order from PC because yeah. the, the PC points, so she orders the groceries there. She, you know, she'll email me what do we need? Or text me, I guess, and we go there, she orders groceries. Okay, our pickup time's five and six. We roll up. Which, as much as as good as the where the Walmart is around the the garden center there, the uh, the pickup spot at the uh, superstore uh, in Dieppe, it's terrible. It's right in front of the building. It should be off on the side, but whatever. But yeah, man, they they call her, or they send an email, and they she we get up there, and they phone. Uh, did you see the substitutions on your list? Yeah, we're all good. Would you like to use the credit card on file? Yep, and we get the points like the points at superstore. Um, I mean, we get out and help the people like, and with Superstore, if you have the, the green boxes, yeah, 
They'll say, do you have bags or boxes? We'll say, we have two two bins. If our groceries fit in two bins, we give them our empty ones. They give us the full ones, and off we go. Holy shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. man. No, I just. Life changed. I've eh? literally been, I've been doing my groceries every single week, taking an hour and a half out of my time to go to grocery shopping when I could be ordering online. And I just. So are you a fan of going to grocery stores? Or I hate it. I hate Oh, man. Like, See, right I now, love it. I hate when she I orders online. I, right now, like me, I went to Costco on Sunday. Yeah. And I thought I was going to go out with a COVID. <laughs> like, I felt so uncomfortable because there's literally no physical distancing. No. It's a it's a freaking no, crockpot of COVID the, in that Costco. It's not the Avenir Center. And it's like, you, we, we sat, I know I didn't sit with you, I sat with Denis, but I was sitting beside this old woman. Shout out to, to elderly women. Sorry, not old, elderly. <laughs> and just because I was beside somebody I didn't know, I felt so uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, well, I was like, Dini, like, Dini had like four tickets. So I was like, let's scoot down one. But no, like at Costco, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable right now. Yeah. And and I'm like, it's at grocery stores in the same way. Like, especially okay. in these, like where they had the one ways. They don't have the one ways anymore. <laughs> But the comments I would make of people who didn't follow the arrows. Oh, 100%. Oh, I would, you know, I'd, 100%. Be, I'd be like, underneath my breath, can't read a sign. Yeah. Can't read a sign. Yeah. It's like the ones that you drive around in their cars and don't have a blinker. It's like, <laughs> yeah. don't use your blinker. What, you spend 35000 on their car and you get a blinker with it? Uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a brand new Mercedes without a blinker. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, I, I'm with you on that one, but I love grocery shopping. I hate crowded I hate crowded spots uh, right now, especially. Yeah. And even, like, pandemic, like, with or without a pandemic, I hate crowded spots. It's like a claustrophobia. I'm not claustrophobic, but I hate being around, yeah. you know, people I don't know where it's like, okay, I like going to parties, but it's like I don't – I just feel uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. It's like <gasps> – I get it because when we go to the a concert or – the the games like we have our tickets and we kind of know who's around us but um like when we go to imagine dragons you guys going oh yeah 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 Yeah. i'm hoping that there's an extra seat beside us so i can sit in that one and layla can sit beside people i don't know like we went to the last game beside people i didn't know it's very uncomfortable didn't like it but yeah no we i love shopping because i'm i'm the guy that's just like well we need these and we need these our budget kind of takes a hit when we go shopping layla loves Online grocery shopping because she you can can't stay. buy extra stuff. Yes, she right? stays in her grocery yes. budget. She stays in. She's like, you're getting this. You're getting this. There's no one. You're. Yep. You see all this stuff. You're like, oh, oh yeah. I, I, yeah but I'm PC has has reward points, eh? I don't know yes. if you. Okay, yeah, you didn't we, know that. Yeah. Okay, cool. But I just use, I just did Walmart because I was yeah. like I just went on their website. I was like, oh, well, you know, I wonder if it's cheaper than Superstore. I was like, oh, sometimes you yeah. know, two packs of of boneless skinless chicken breasts for twenty bucks. Yes. Superstore. Same and thing. You're paying like twelve thirteen sixteen bucks yeah, yeah, for yeah. four. And at Walmart, you can get eight for twenty. Like add that to the ch- the shopping cart, Mama. So when it was two for twenty, oh, you weren't there. So we went. We actually went shopping on on Sunday to yeah. Walmart, like because she's trying to find stuff for the NICU for her foundation. So people can donate to uh, Little Hearts Big Stars uh, Instagram. Send her a message. You can donate. Uh, NICU is looking for stuff. Anyways, uh, we went to Walmart to buy some stuff, and then we did some of our grocery shopping there. Chicken two for twenty. So good. So what do you do? You find the biggest weights you can find because you're only paying twenty bucks. Absolutely. Yeah. No. It's that's uh, that's awesome, dude. I I was I'm blown away, blown <laughs> away. Uh, couldn't believe it. Definitely gonna do it again. 
Man, I feel Are like... Are you going to go there? Are you going to have it delivered? I'll get it delivered, man. I'm such a lazy <laughs> ass. I am definitely taking advantage of the delivery option. If I don't even have to get out like outside yeah. to get my groceries brought to me, my God. Yeah, they're probably I am gonna... definitely getting delivered for the rest of my life. This is incredible. <laughs> they're going to come to your house. They're going to come to the building. Jeremy, your groceries are downstairs. Perfect. <laughs> I walked out with my underwear. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, because you can't go grocery shopping in your underwear. The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. All right, that brings us to the Rosemaryland Massage Wildcast Wildcat of the Week. Uh, Rosemaryland is back for another year, sponsoring right now. Both Angelina and Nicole are accepting new clients, and they direct Bill. Give him a call. At 506-830-1224. Or they just deliver? Maybe. <laughs> I don't think they deliver those. We'll see if that's maybe their new thing next In year. home visits? <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe so, no. You may just have to stick to groceries for, uh, for in-home delivery. Uh, or follow her on Instagram, rosemary underscore lens underscore massage. Uh, the Wildcat Wildcat of the week goes to a player who, like we said, he maybe wasn't putting up points early in the season, but he was doing all the right things. He was physical. I mean, this guy's reverse hit and his backside, for lack of a better term, is lethal. Um, you know, do all the right things on the defensive end. The points will come. He had a good week, uh, four points, two goals, two assists in three of the four games, uh, as well a great hit against uh, Drummondville that was somehow a penalty. I don't understand it. But, uh, yeah, he's found kind of started to find a bit of a – a niche with uh, Ty Bell, um, and I kind of wanted to see him on the live. I said I kind of wanted to see him up with LaBelle and, and Kalmakov. Um, just load that top line up right now, but we'll we'll have to see when he comes back. The player of the week, the Wildcast Wildcat of the week, is number 49, Max Barbashev. That'll do it for this week. Uh, again, we go 2-2 two and two in the four games, 2-1 and one in 3-3, three and three, which was a very tough 3-3, uh, three and three, especially with the injuries piling up. Uh, they're going to need to be healthy and at their very best next weekend as it is the return of Philip Daou and Thomas Couture on Sunday as St. John is here at 4 p.m. And Bathurst is here on Friday night. Uh, so the Avenir Center is 100% capacity. Get your tickets. Uh, the building was pretty loud both games, uh, Saturday and Sunday, um, and this team deserves it. They're a very good team to watch. You will not not be entertained. Um, and you know what? If you're driving by the Chris Rock, they're not paying me to say this, pop in, have a beer. See if you can get a Moose Light Head bar ticket for the game on Friday night because I'm assuming that's what they might do. Who knows what they're going to do. As always, thank you for the support. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.